I feel the need to point out, this is the second time a sparkly vampire has been brought up as a positive in this podcast. And I'm going to talk about me, myself, and my problems here for a little while. The Rule 34 questions were last week. That's not a puzzle, it's pushing blocks. If a wave of dragons are coming to raise my town and burn my crops, that's pretty awful to me directly. But I want to hear about your other shitty character. Of course, invest in a robotic flame of flame. This is the Debate This Podcast. Welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to argue over important things, like comics and video games, and why hashtag Team Jess is always a better option to hashtag Team Logan. Anyway, anyway get that you, reference? I don't, you, you don't just, know what that you, means. You're just going you, 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 to leave you, Dean to the side you, like that? Yeah, Dean, yeah, didn't, yeah, Dean, Dean, Dean wasn't there at all? Dean can go back in the trash where he belongs. <laughs> I think Still this is a supernatural right. thing. That's, thanks, it, that's why Kyle and I are friends. Yep, it's definitely supernatural. That's what it is. Moving on. It's not Gilmore Girls at all. It's, it's absolutely not Gilmore Girls. Hey guys, it's October. Uh, so just like every other creative medium, medium out there, we're going to talk about Halloween, but we're going to lean into it real hard and we're super pumped. Um, all this month, we're going to buff up our usual rotation. So you're going to be seeing new content hitting the RSS feed every Tuesday until, until November. Uh, so last time, you heard us talk about our favorite examples of contemporary horror. So this week, we're going to talk more about the classics. My name is Andrew Henderson, and joining me for today's discussions are Todd, Count Chocula Thomas, Kyle, Yummy Mummy Harper, and Matt, Fruit Brute Cole. So as part of our, what we're calling Spooktacular Express, I've asked these boys to pair a classic horror monster with a famous video game power-up. So what do you have for me, boys? Awesome. So I'll, I'll kick it off here. So over a hundred years ago, Bram Stoker gave life to a character we've come to know and love as Dracula, um, the OG King of Darkness. Here in 2018, I'm going to give him a, another upgrade because he's received multiple over the last century. And uh, my current version of Count Dracula resides in a spooky castle in some spooky land. On the shore of a very spooky body of water, shrouded in spooky fog. The best part of that spooky body of water is that in my canonical headcanon universe right now is that washed ashore of it last night was one of those assault boats from Super Mario 3. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. It's the one that you probably tried to swim under in the frog suit at least once and managed to do it. Um, But in Dracula's nightly routine... Uh, I happened upon this boat and its crew. Well, what were they hauling? They were hauling the latest shipment of the Metal Mario boxes, those green things from Super Mario 64. Um, the the Sentry Bob-Oms, the Scientist Paratroopers, or Paratroopas, um, those those wrench throwers that come out of the little tunnel, they're the engineers of the ship. Monty um, Mole, goddammit! Respect him! He has a yeah, name, Monty it's Monty Mole! <laughs> well, in yeah. my headcanon, he has an engineering degree as well. Um... And the unlucky, the unlucky Coopling, uh, who was the helm of the boat, which I didn't decide which Coopling was, it, was, it probably wasn't Lemmy. Um, uh, they're all part of my undead army now. So what started as a poor turn of events uh, in a nautical navigation from Nintendo Land 
has resulted in them all being given a much greater sense of purpose, and that is to serve in Dracula's Army of Darkness. Wait, so... You said spooky so much in that I don't, doesn't even register as a word to me anymore. Yeah. Well, that's the last time any of us are saying it in this podcast. Yeah, on the Spooktacular Express. <laughs> yeah, that, that word will never be uttered. Um, Todd, I just want to clarify one point. Where does the metal cap fit in to all this? That's Dracula. They were hauling metal caps, and Dracula now has those. That is my power-up, the metal cap. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your clarification. <laughs> I thought that was incredibly clear. Uh, I wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a story to tell. Dracula <laughs> now has metal caps. <laughs> Fucking okay. buckle in. Got it. You really, you did bury too, the lead a little bit. Too long didn't read. Dracula has metal <laughs> caps. <laughs> I was painting a, a picture. Right. Um, okay. So there are a lot of variations of the living dead throughout media. Um, Count, Count Dracula being one of them. Um, but a, another very classic... Um, iteration of the living dead is the mummy uh the story's been told over and over again um he uh in silly ways and scary ways um but the the classic iteration of the story is the legend of the mummy's curse uh which is a story of love and revenge um so in the kind of original story when you boil out all the the Brennan Fraser and the Tom Cruise of it. <laughs> Please um, do. <laughs> is, um, is about Imhotep, a high priest to the Pharaoh, is caught having an affair with um, sometimes the Pharaoh's mistress, sometimes the Pharaoh's daughter. Um, regardless, he is killed, punished, or punished, killed, um, and sealed away because the other high priests know Imhotep cast a curse on himself, um, and swore his revenge. Um, and he is awakened thousands of years later by explorers, um, you know, confuses people in modern day for their ancient counterparts that always happen to look exactly the same <laughs> despite nationalities and thousands of years, uh, changing. Um, and, and, enact some crazy scheme to seek his revenge and revive his beloved. Um, I heard this touching story, or watched it when it was the 1999 masterpiece starring Brendan Fraser. And The Rock. Wasn't The Rock Imhotep? <laughs> no, not, no, no, not for a long time. Um, not in 99. No, The Rock didn't the Scorpion show King. up until, the, until 2 in 2001. Uh, he was the, and the Rock was Yeah, And then got his the, own movie... After that, yeah, no, um, and you're right, you're right, you're yeah. right. Yeah, um, I, I care so much less right now. <laughs> but I was, um, in my story, Imhotep, um, you know, his his tomb gets excavated, and they take they take his relics and his his sarcophagus to, you know, the Smithsonian or that government black site where that you see at the end of um, Indiana Jones mm -hmm. and a, a bumbling security guard um, kind of looks like, um, Oh, what's his name? Joe Pesci. It's going to, it's going to kill the joke. No, uh, Ben Stiller. <laughs> it looks like Ben Stiller. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> opens the tomb, gets the dagger a little too close to it. Nimotep gets his hands on the Dagger of Time from the Prince of Persia series. 
um, and gets the the power of time, time manipulation, <laughs> and really um, chooses to enact his revenge <laughs> that way. Uh, I like how you stayed in the same like setting and theme. It's a really, uh, it, it's a really elaborate cool. choice. That was really important to me when mm-hmm. I was looking for my monster power-up combination. Mm-hmm. Does that make it my turn? Is it my turn now? It, it, I right, think it's well, your uh, turn. Well then, Kyle. I'm ceding my time to Matt. To, um, to, to quote The Mummy Returns ride from Universal Studios, your end will be my beginning. Because I want to read you nerds some poetry. Here we go. Uh, I don't want good. you to do that. You... You thought that sounded a lot more ominous than it did. Mm-hmm. But no, it's I did. Just I, stating a fact. I'm actually, I'm actually quite pleasantly like anticipating the poetry. Exactly. There you go. See, I, I set myself up for success here. Um, oh, hold on. Do you want me to get my bongos? <laughs> sure. Uh, we can beat Nick. This my long time dream. Returning to the wildlife. Finally, the actor, stage, and prop have been united. All right. Here's another reading for you. Even, what? even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolfbane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. Now, hopefully, you nerds recognized at least one of those, and unfortunately, my guess is it was the first one, and if you didn't, you definitely did not play Ocarina of Time as much as you tell people that you did. This is the least cool setup I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, that's, is, I don't think you're telling the truth, because I've laid some pretty nerdy, shitty setups in this podcast this before. This in the <laughs> wrong way. Alright, listen. So, uh, if you didn't recognize one of those, let me introduce you to the absolute S-rank, overpowered combination of the Wolfman and the Legend of Zelda Bunnyhood. Two ridiculously offset things that could most definitely come together <laughs> because that weird running guy in Ocarina, once he gets the bunny hood, he just stands and jogs in place all night long, which is pretty mm-hmm. much when the werewolf could come and eat him and steal the bunnyhood himself. Easy. Too easy. Definitely a thing that could happen. Now the werewolf has the Zelda bunny ears, which make you faster and jump higher and more agile and all of the things that you probably don't want a werewolf to be because that poor infinite running man from Ocarina, he can't come to the phone right now. He's dead. The wolfman ate him and now he has his hat and it's on. It's game on. There, I, I just gave you Legend of Zelda references, I gave you 1940s movie references, and I hit you with Taylor Swift. I'm on my game today, boys. I came to play. Bad yeah, a thousand. You, you just min-maxed the, the werewolf, the wolfman. Like, uh-huh. that's not creative. You just, you just gave him a stat boost. Yeah, exactly, which is the best kind of power-up combination. <laughs> Duh. I, I don't... You're, you're arguing that a stat boost is better than an impervious metal body composition and a dagger that controls time. I don't, I don't think you're right. I think that I am right. And I've got takedowns for all of you losers, but I'm going to wait until we get to those questions, Todd. Hey, Matt, Matt, I have one very quick question. Sure. And this is super important. When the werewolf moves, does he make that noise from Smash Brothers? Where he go, does he go? Woo, woo? <laughs> I because I think that's really important to my ultimate decision. I hadn't thought about it, but I hope he does. I, I really feel like that's more does. horrifying somehow. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Off. It's in horrifying the in the in the way like seeing a clown at night is horrifying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as you as or you just quietly, like always hearing circus music. Yeah. As you quietly walk the trails at night. Off in the distance, through the fog and the mist, you hear a faint, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing you hear before you die. 
Um, cool. All right. Well, let's let's kick things off. So uh, the best thing about classic movie monsters is that you know those old Universal movies. We didn't. They didn't bother with lore. They didn't bother with a, a you know a, an impactful origin story. It was strictly a bunch of scary monsters terrorizing the townspeople. So I want you guys to tell me how your monster's newfound power, how will you use your monster's newfound power to terrorize the local villagers? Yeah, so I think a couple things are really great about Dracula in this regard. So one, I definitely live in an ominous castle um, just like a mile outside of town. So everyone knows I'm there. Like it's not a surprise that I'm there. But the point here is this. When it comes to townspeople, I'm just trying to share my gift of eternal life, my my vampiric disease. And I don't I, I just wish they would accept that because I, I don't think that's so wrong. But when it comes to terrorizing the townspeople, I have an incredible arsenal at my disposal and I'm going to use it because that eerie mist rolling in after dusk. It's me. It's me and my army setting our trap. Your army of bomb bombs um, and Monty, Monty moles. <laughs> and they are, van- they are vampiric. And yes, I feel yes, like they wouldn't, are. Wouldn't you just use booze instead of. No, because when you look at a boo, it stops moving. Yeah. But if you bounce on a Monty mole, <laughs> it goes away. Okay. Well, I'll pair them together. This is an exclusive thing. Like I can, I've got the army of darkness and now the Nintendo universe, I guess. Um, my, <laughs> my point here is that as I'm setting my trap and, and, you know, we reveal ourselves, the townsfolk arm themselves with their torches and their stakes. And that's cute. Um, because I will laugh. I will laugh as I coat myself in my Icarus metal. Um, yes. and yeah, that's, that's, I've been waiting to say I that I was word. waiting for the other hand to drop it's, there. Now um, that you've used that word in a sentence, can you define it for me? Yeah, it's like ik, uh, ikor. You've heard that phrase before. I, anyway, so it's, it's, it's a synonym, it's a synonym for liquid. Like ikor. Yeah, it's, it's a synonym for, of, for of liquid because I looked it up under synonyms for liquid earlier. Um, but at this point, I don't need to be mysterious anymore because I shroud myself in this metal and it's game on. Their weapons can't harm me um, as I'm bathed in this this re-engineered Mario armor. Um, they can sound the alarm, guys, but at this point, it's too late because I'm going to cut through them like a goddamn Terminator, taking whatever it is that I want. Uh, no one can stop me. And once I've killed all the townspeople that I desire, I simply just disappear into the moonlight. Todd, I have a question for you. Answer Do for you. Do you know how long the metal cap lasts? I have a <laughs> rucksack full of them. So you are. I thought about you are this. carrying a I, rucksack full of metal yeah. caps. <laughs> yeah, um, I would I like am. you to um, know that mm-hmm. the, the metal cap lasts 12 seconds. Exactly 12 okay. seconds. So you're telling me you're going to terrorize somebody. For 11 and a half seconds, run away, put another cap on, and come back. Well, that's, he gets yeah. the audio cue. There's so an audio cue. Once yeah, no, every hears... two rounds of D&D, you've got you've to sit out to, to change your hat. To no, it's a bonus under... action to activate a metal cap. Um, so I, I will carry a rucksack full of them. I thought about this. I know the pitfalls of the metal cap, and I'm ready to take them on. Because if I give me a solid minute of being bathed in impervious metal... It's game over. I'm already OP. This is just even more. This is more for theatrical delivery than effectiveness against Yeah, but people. you don't get a solid minute. You get 12 seconds. If I have five of them, that is a minute. No. And I, I can carry five, five in a bag. <laughs> I like the idea I, that the most horrifying 
part about this is that they see Count Dracula go all low poly. (laughs) 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 You just see like angles. It's true. Zero features. I feel the need to point out this is the second time a sparkly vampire has been brought up as a positive in this podcast. Fair. Mine, yeah. At least the second, yeah. And I don't want to argue because they've both been really flawless, so. Thanks, man. That was more for me than you. Mm. <laughs> Throwback to my girl Jubilee. But yeah, so okay. I'm going to walk in and march around when I need to like a metal Terminator. Not that I even need to. Again, that's just more for, oh shit, it's Dracula. Oh, and also he's metal. Oh God, it's way worse than it was every other time. Except it's like, oh wait, he's metal. Oh wait, not anymore. Oh, he's metal again. Not anymore. Okay, so every 11 seconds, I will vaporize and disappear and come back for another 11 seconds covered in metal. You, you're, you're, you're getting, you're missing the forest for no, the trees. No, I think that you are missing the logistics of this. What is that? Is oh. that his song running out? Quickly, get ready to stab him. <laughs> no, and then I disappear. Todd, Todd was just really considerate in building the weakness into the, the power-up. He just, he thought that ahead for us, mm-hmm. gave us that nice, easy takedown for him. Every 12 seconds, we can, we can attack Dracula. Kyle, I'm really excited to hear where you find all the demon sand monsters to replenish your sand dagger. I'm hoping the town that you're attacking is full of demon sand monsters. Yeah, that's, oh, it's... that's true. 12 second Todd brings up an interesting point. I want to hear more, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a quarter. <laughs> um... So is that you? Is that you handing it off to me now? Oh no! Wait, cons? wait! I wanted to quote. I, I wanted no, to quote no, poetry no, real quick. No, we're hang done. On, we're done. Hang with on. You. No, wait, Kyle, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait! No, wait! Stop! Nope, stop! No, nope. Mac has to do it. I'm doing it. Nope. If Mac Kyle, please answer to... the question. The best thing about classic movie monsters if they exist to terrorize the locals. How will you terrorize the townspeople, Kyle? Kyle, Kyle can I give you a, a quote to start with? <laughs> Kyle, answer the question, Kyle. please. I believe it was the lyrical mastermind that said. I'm a hold the head steady. I'm a milk the cow, which nope. is ludicrous. That wasn't worth no, it. I, I regret, no, no. I regret right. not. I regret letting you do that. Um, so, so Im- Imhotep is all about being reunited with his love, and mostly exacting his revenge. Like it's it's revenge way up here, and love, distant second to that. Um, <laughs> and and. Man, does having a dagger that controls time make exacting your revenge really easy and really fun. Um, he can trap his townspeople, his whole town, in a, in a Groundhog's Day type scenario. With just a different, <laughs> different torturous antics. thing. A different torturous thing every day. Every day for eternity. He can just, like, midnight hits, he winds it back. You wake up to... Um, to the carpenters, and today Ned, he decided Ned Ryerson. Is, what? Ned Ryerson. <laughs> and, and after you run into Ned Ryerson, um, you you realize, oh, he's doing locusts again today. This is <laughs> <laughs> locusts again. Oh, it no. must be Tuesday, <laughs> the ninth, the nine hundredth day in a row. He's done locusts, and it doesn't get any better any any of the times. Um, he can he can just. Um, if he wants to single out one person, he can just take them on a romp through time and leave them anywhere besides a time they're comfortable with. Um, we could leave them, you know, at ground zero of the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs, or just take them really far into the past where no one speaks English and just leave them there to figure it out and deal with it. 
So are you, are you, this is assuming that the dagger, because what I remember from the Prince of Persian games that the the time element was like pretty micro, like it was, you could rewind a couple seconds. So you're assuming that you can just like, this is basically a DeLorean in a dagger form. I'm taking a few liberties. (laughs) Imhotep is a, was a um, accomplished dark mage and high priest uh, before he was killed. So I'm guessing he could figure (laughs) out. Some he pretty, figured out the logical steps. Some some pretty creative ways to to ramp the power up there. But I if, forgot if, to mention to elongate the twelve seconds of the metal cap. I too did the same. I'm piggybacking off of Kyle's argument. Don't ask me. This is ridiculous. Why do you have to power up your power ups? You're just bad All at right. this question. All right. So <laughs> so just the short the short micro adjustments of time. Imhotep can still <laughs> kill you. Let you die. <laughs> you time five seconds and do it over and over and that's over actually, again. That's actually that, way better. Is that you, better? Is that yeah? Worse? It actually is. You've cr- concocted oh, like man. a Thanos envision scenario, which is mm, palpable. Because you said it with a question mark is why I'm so. Because he can just kill you. <laughs> um, if 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 I'm limited to micro adjustments of time, um, he can still you know freeze time. Um, and rearrange everything around you and just put you in front of a moving car, unfreeze time, wham, smacked by a car. Like I said, kill you, re- sure. rewind time, 20 seconds, kill you again. Rewind time, 20 seconds, kill you again. Just keep that going for however long it pleases him. Um, <laughs> he is still, okay. as I said, a high priest and a dark mage, so he's got all those... Um, nice biblical powers that that showed up in the mummy movie like locusts and whipping sands and <laughs> and all that rivers of blood all that fun stuff um so we can we'll add that with freezing time um we could just he could send a river of blood at you and freeze it right before it it oh, hits you God. and you just have to deal with that you just have to like it's coming i don't know when it is but it's coming cool. Your um, entire life of... is that scene from The Shining with the at the elevators. Exactly. Ugh. It's a lot River, of River games. of Blood was Andrew's goth band in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of mind games with Imhotep with the time controlling dagger. Okay. Okay. A lot of interesting takes there. Um Matt, what about All right, you? Well, moving on from extra shiny vampire and Egyptian toilet paper tracer. Let's move on to a brief <laughs> foray into general werewolf lore, shall we? Um, so, uh, no, this is important. As one of the original eight universal monsters, the Wolfman has been a staple of the horror movie genre since, like, 1930. And much like we were talking about before we started, once you're a horror movie monster for 80 years, you're given all of the powers. You can just do all of the things. Because once you hit public domain, it's like, ah, canon doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They can do everything. Um, so let's let's boil this down a little bit and let's uh, you know, like, let's just focus on the core values of the werewolf um, heightened agility, strength, speed, senses and stamina. Those are the like five core pillars. That was five, right? Uh, yeah, the five core pillars <laughs> of the werewolf and in all of this the isn't world. a math podcast. <laughs> I'm not counting things now. Typically, all of those things are thought to be superhuman, well exceeding those of a wolf. Or of a man. Uh, other canon werewolf traits include sharp teeth, sharp claws, an insatiable taste for meat, and like plus 10 stealth. So now imagine all of that, but 68% faster 
with at least 50% better jumps and just let the terror commence. And what are the, like, what are the townspeople going to do? Nothing. They're just going to cower in fear as a super fast blur of gray fur comes and eats all their friends. And that just, wow, what was that? I don't know, but Jim's dead now. Bummer. And that, that's all you can do. Lock your doors, <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife. He's eating everybody out there. Matt, I feel like I'm going to regret, regret asking this question. Do you have sources on those stat increases that you can <laughs> I do, Oddly actually. Yeah, um, so that the 68% is from the Nintendo Wiki. Um, that's the improvement that you get in uh, Super Smash Brothers. Um, the original, or the, I'm sorry, in Melee, because the, the bunny hood was first in Melee. And so it's about a 68% increase. And then there's no confirmation on what the jump is because it changes from uh, game to game to game. From character to character. Yeah, so I, uh, okay. 50% was like a, a rough estimate. Plus 10 stealth I just came up with. I have no no backing on that. <laughs> that's, that's just, that's, yeah. there's the liberties. I, I buffed taken. that you on get, my own. You get an extra D8 on every stealth yeah. roll is what that that's is. That's what it is. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, um, my head hurts, so let's move on. Um, <laughs> so another thing that I love about these classic mo- movie monsters is that they all culminate in the same way with a bunch of angry townspeople raiding their castle domain sewer, whatever uh, with a bunch of pitchforks and torches. So what will you do when Gaston leads the rest of the villagers to, uh, to lay waste on your home? So first off that scene um, from beauty and the beast with Gaston storming the castle is probably one of my favorite things like oh, yeah. gaston is just the best the best useless villain in any disney movie ever yeah. um so anyway the the short answer is that i'm going to hand their asses to them using my army of metal vampires like how many hats do you have <laughs> okay <laughs> like, so i and okay no here it is so you wanted to get all sassy when i gave you all my lore to that ship that wrecked on shore <laughs> i specifically said they were paratroopa scientists and and whatever monty mole engineers they've been building they've been <laughs> they've been making more so to answer your question and my little bit of liberties that i'm taking limitless i've i've i'll i'll see to todd that dracula is like old money wealthy yeah and could have the resources oh he's like he's like dirty racist texas oil baron rich he is a count like he he has status he's he's like king and queen rich like owned land for his land has stayed in his family for centuries rich well Um, and here's so so here's here's the rest of the picture so like i've got an army of darkness and the knowledge of a thousand lifetimes like these villagers have nothing on me they know about my castle like kyle was just implying it's it's a one percenter's dream over there a a mothball filled (laughs) dusty one percenter's like castle on the hill um and so you know i've got my castle and it's bathed in darkness uh, and it's protected by a legion of undead and other creatures of the night. And so these villagers, they're going to approach and they have their they have to fend off hordes of wolves and rats and ravens. And that's just as my my vampire army is readying themselves for the very short battle, um, because the pitchforks and the torches will because have you no only effect. have 12 seconds before the hat runs out of power. I have a near endless horde of undead just waiting. 
waiting inside. And so the villagers, let's say they make it in, that's fine. Um, they're going to have to do battle with my generals made of their loved ones that I too have fed upon. Ooh. Also, they could be all metal and shit if I want them to, but that's honestly not even necessary at this point. But they have no chance. Unless Van Helsing shows up with molten vibranium crossbow bolts, they have no chance. Um, so I mean I made my my argument. You got you got twelve seconds a hat and then well, that's, and then you gotta get a new yeah, hat. And that's I and if you notice in that scenario, I'm just watching. I've done all the work ahead so of time to so make what's this the hat work. Do? What's the point? Oh, the hat's the hat the hat is the tipping point that if I need to come in and wreck shit, I'll do it. But at this point, <laughs> for twelve point, seconds. You'll come in and wreck I'm shit so, for twelve well, fucking seconds. Like I said, the hat is more theatrical than even necessary most of the time. But when it's necessary, you better believe I've got a monster fanny pack full of them. So, I, I just, I, I have this image of your Dracula sitting in his mm -hmm. metal cap sweatshop, watching yeah. over a small army of Monty moles who have been, yeah. like, who have been vampires for maybe 20 minutes, r running yeah. out into the townspeople sure. with metal hats on, and then 12 seconds later being like, oh shit, what now? And you're in the back like, oh um, man, there goes a lot of moles. Like that was most of my moles. <laughs> no, the moles, the moles stay back. We've got actually a pretty good corporate system with a very strong workflow. Um, our, our project management is pretty good in Castle Dracula. We've had a long time to get this straight. And so that, and we have really good healthcare benefits. So like they get because blood everyone's breaks. immortal and, and they get can't, yeah and can't they die get blood get breaks sick. every hour on the hour. Um, it's it's a good system. So they're more than happy to work round the clock to make more of these metal you, hats. Endless metal you hats. You take your monster.com buzzwords and you guys, you go get yourself a new argument. <laughs> I um, just canceled my LinkedIn gold last month, so it's fine. What Todd, what, do, what Todd doesn't know is the Monty Moles have been talking about unionizing for a while now, and it's going to get real ugly for him real uh, quick soon. Good help is so hard to find. We, uh, we're going to let Todd continue to circle the drain. Uh, Kyle, what, what do you have? Um, so I've got, I've got a, again, a mastery of time and I'm an accomplished dark mage and high priest. Um, not too worried about random townspeople. Um, if, if things get hairy, I can always freeze time with my dagger and, and hightail it out of there to get, to get to a new lair. But until that point, I can rewind time to, um, undo any mistakes this highly accomplished mage might make probably not common um speed up time to move faster and um get around obstacles and other other things like that um and on top of that just again unleash the biblical plagues on the townspeople until they leave me alone um hopefully, it worked hopefully before. your mage hopefully your mage does at least greater or less than six mistakes if i recall that's the total capacity of the rewinds sure we're not focused on that <laughs> no. um, and it's still <laughs> no way one better wants to be focused on that to be honest and okay. it's still way better than a 12 second limit on my don't, on the metal don't try and from... use me to make you look better oh because it won't and you're wrong isn't that what this whole podcast is <laughs> okay well <laughs> i have what just... we've been doing for for 17 weeks now i don't have a good response to that <laughs> that's right I'll, matt go ahead 
Um, yeah, so imagine with me, if you will, really angry Wolverine. Like, like the first X-Men Origins movie where he pops out of the tank and then kills all of the scientists. Now, imagine Quicksilver giving him a piggyback ride. That is is the power <laughs> of a werewolf okay. with the bunny head. Right. I feel like you're overestimating the boost the bunny hat yeah. gives to the were gives is to that, the werewolf. Is that fifty eight percent? Okay, first off, it was sixty eight percent. I think yeah, you're overestimating right. sorry, how sorry, fast 68. a werewolf is to begin with, and then overestimating how much sixty eight percent additional speed. So I don't is. think that I'm um, overestimating how fast a werewolf well, of is course to begin you with. Because <laughs> <laughs> then your argument falls apart. But Alright, so and uh Woo. yeah, definitely Quicksilver is definitely an overestimate. But I'm um, you you have the concept. You've got something that's really, really fast with really, really sharp things, killing lots and lots of people, probably from behind. <laughs> You know, run real fast, jump real high, take them out from the flanks, take them out from the rear end. Doesn't matter how big your army is. I'm quick and I'm fast and I'm big and I'm mean. And the only way to like really kill a werewolf is to either cut its head off, which like psh, good fucking luck, or mow it down with silver bullets. And I am not saying that the bunny hood unlocks bullet time. I'm really not trying to make that argument because I think that even that is a little ridiculous for me. But but that's what you're about no, to No, I'm just saying I'm already a super <laughs> fast creature with super senses wearing a speed jump and abil agility buff. I think that I have pretty good chances against townspeople who probably only have muskets because I, I think in the world we're living in, Todd is in a castle and Kyle is in the desert. So I assume that my villagers only have muskets and pitchforks. Matt, I'm going to let you on, on on a big secret. Castles and deserts exist in 2018. <laughs> Both of those things are still around, and people live there. I don't have anything good to say to that. I'm, I'm just saying that... I'm ignoring what you said, and I'm moving if, on. If the townspeople are coming to my home with pitchforks and torches, I doubt that they also have AR-15s. Especially if it's in a country that makes sense, but I'm not here to make that argument. Um... I am, I am, just to throw a wrench in here, I'm reading the Super Mario Wiki, which we know is the alpha wiki when it comes to Mario data, and they are saying that the metal cap lost last 20 seconds, in, which oh, is a game changer. <laughs> in which game? Blows this whole thing um, out of the so water. So it references, it references. So, so um, a whole, a whole 33% boost yeah. so it references super mario 64 obviously but it also references super mario odyssey oh, okay well um, on, the, the metal cap isn't like really real in odyssey it's just an extra costume um that doesn't really unlock anything so what, so what you're saying is if we like so the costume obviously you can wear forever but gives you no powers yeah. the metal cap you can't wear forever but it gives you power so if you meet in the middle I can wear so it by for like math. a week and just get some powers and have most of the powers. What? So what? What are define some? He's powers. like a soft metal. He's aluminum. <laughs> and I am much more impervious, but not invulnerable. So you're a soft metal like aluminum. <laughs> Was it established that the full competency of Metal Mario is impervious? He can still get hit. Yeah. Right? Uh, it makes it makes him uh, temporary he temporary invulnerability. Okay, okay. So, so you'll, I'll tell you what. You're, I'll slide. you're citing vulnerability. So on one side we've got like 
forever, no powers. On the other side, we've got 12 to 20 seconds and all the invulnerability. I'll slide it way closer to that, to the latter one. I'll take one day and mostly invulnerable. And we'll just settle there. So you're fine. So you're making off-brand metal caps in your in your boat. <laughs> and taking a lot of liberty with the yeah. yeah. I'm taking I'm so one, yes, they're off brand. Um they are very they're they're I'm not getting sued. And two, I'm taking a decent amount of liberties, yes. I, I would also like to stand up for myself here and say that I checked the Smash Wikia and that was where I got the twelve seconds from, so that's that's mm. my bad. Um twelve seconds is from Smash. But yeah, those eight seconds I'm sure will make just a world of difference for you. Listen, if we're talking about how many I have to carry to power myself for a minute, it just went from five to three, and I can fit a lot more in my large knapsack that way. <laughs> no, okay. you can't fit anymore. That's, you can you can take more time. It's just it's just a few more minutes from the ones here. Yeah, had. but yes. it's I know what I said. Also, also to go way back, I googled um, Wolverine piggybacks Quicksilver, and all you get is a lot of really strange cosplay. Continue. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to do either. that. Don't do it. Okay, well, let's, let's move on. Um, <clears throat> so one of my favorite movie monsters is Godzilla. And like everyone else, we all know the best Godzilla movies are the ones where he fights other monsters like Mothra and King Ghidorah. So let's pretend that all three of your monsters are now in an epic battle for dominion over Neo-Tokyo. Each of you is given one, <laughs> I will repeat this, <laughs> one of your chosen power-up. Who's going to win? Go. So if we're now comparing the differences in these power-ups, how long does the bunny hood last in the Ocarina of Time versus Smash? Because now it doesn't last forever. Uh, I don't know how long it lasts in Smash. I didn't look. But in, in Ocarina and in Majora's Mask, it's, like, it's a wearable. You just have it. So I'm also interested in this because I feel as though... This I, takes it from permanently super fast min-maxed wolf, uh, werewolf to you're pretty dangerous for a good half a minute werewolf. All right. But then you're just normal Okay, werewolf. Todd, right, here's, no. here's the ruling. If we're going to call... Hold on. If we're going to call a spade a spade, we should use, let's define it as the source material. So I think that's, that's I think that is also look fair. At, that's what yeah, I would say. Look at Metal Cap uh, from 64, Bunny Hood from uh, Ocarina. Yeah. So you get 20 seconds, and sand, I get it forever. Sand, <laughs> sand, <laughs> sand Dagger from Sand Dagger Game. Um, Prince of so, Persia, thank you. So if we're, if we're talking, you know, who's going to win this fight, first off, I don't know how you plan to fight a unending swarm of bats and wolves and and rats um but you're going to the winner is going to be me it's me it's always has it always has been me it's always going to be me um and as long as i have a metal box tucked away i got one in my like now the, the rules my, were you and your power up it didn't say anything about bringing armies th with us those are my powers i can just transform <laughs> into those things so i wait. think i think from what todd established from the get-go is that his power is the ability to mass produce it's not the metal cap itself things. right i have a logistical I mean, question that was the picture you painted no i have a logistical question for you todd so yeah if if you if you are the bats like if that is your power to to make the bats and you use the metal cap do the bats become metal I think that if I am metal and then I turn into bats, they are metal bats for the remaining 19 So they, seconds. like, can't Can fly. bats fly? Yeah, they right. definitely can't fly. Um, <laughs> they just kind of flop around on the floor. <laughs> they're, like, now they're yeah, metal magic. They're, so, 
I think so, they're more projectiles. <laughs> You're getting hit with, with riot sandbags. Is what that is. Um, well, so one of the other powers that, that I have is superhuman strength. Somewhere between 20 to the strength of 20 humans to 100 humans. That It fluctuates over the century. Um, source material says 20. So, I don't know. The bats maybe also have that. That's not important. The point is that... I have the ability to shapeshift into all these things. I've got an army of vampires, which may or may not be part of this encounter. Um, if shit somehow somehow goes bad in this one-on-one or one-on-one-on-one, you know, throw down in Neo-Tokyo, I will just either teleport to safety and re-strategize. I will mist away. But the bottom line is I, I will mind control you if I even get the chance, which is going to be an ending for you. But... I would say the most likely outcome is that unless you kill me in the sheer instant, and even then, Dracula has proven to be near invincible as it is, I will mist away, appear above you, activate my metal box, and give you the people's elbow to your face. And then if you live through that, I'll mind control you. And then you're going to join my undead army. And then we all win. It's a it's a it's a trickle down sort of winning success structure here. It's kind of like a multi-level marketing thing of winning. You recruit more vampires in and you get bonuses. So the bottom line is in the moments things seem most alarming, I've pulled my ripcord on my metal cap parachute and then I'm going to win. I don't think that a metal sh- a metal cap parachute will work the way that you think it will. <laughs> If it's plummeting me towards your monster elbow first, it worked exactly like I intended it to. It's a little known fact, too, that uh, The Rock actually learned the people's elbow from Dracula. He he picked um, up that move from Dracula after Dracula spent centuries perfecting it. (laughs) It is by by standing on the shoulder of giants that The Rock has become who he is today. Little known fact, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a vampire. Yeah, they don't talk about that a lot. He is seemingly ageless, so it makes sense. Um, As fun as that all sounds, um, I'm going to go ahead and say the undead mage with control of time is obviously going to beat um, a a wealthy guy allergic to garlic bread and (laughs) a a fast dog. Um, It... it, it, it's no contest. You know what happens to metal when you send it forward in time? A thousand years? It rusts. You know what's really bad? What makes it really hard to move around? Rust. Um, dialing that back to a more realistic interpretation of the powers of the Dagger of Time, um, you've got to change your hat every 12 seconds. You know what I can do? Every time you put on a new hat, freeze time, wait out those 12 seconds, and, and stab you. It's... It's pretty easy. And then you know what I can do with a super, super zoomy wolfman? Once again, just freeze time. And he can't go anywhere because time's frozen. All that super speed is nothing now because you're stuck there and have to watch me stab you with my dagger of time. Time's really hard to beat when someone's controlling it and using it against you. It's a great weapon. And I, I don't know how to say many more ways that you guys are just screwed in this fight. Because I have control of time. I think that you're ridiculous, and I would like to tell you why. Because I think you're ridiculous. <laughs> I think I think you're ridiculous. Because most certainly, Zumi Wolfman wins this fight. Um, okay, first off, unless we're fighting for Kristen Stewart's cold, dead, and emotionless heart, 
We all know Stop that, that werewolves be vampires anytime. Don't bring her I into did. this. I just did. You and your sparkly chest. Stewart is a nice lady. She is a nice lady. It's not her she... fault. It's not her fault that character was bland. So, in Romani lore, um, which Wikipedia tells me is the, the proper term for gypsy, um, vampires are weak to iron and steel, which I didn't know until today, but is true. Um, this is mm -hmm. also true in D&D, &D, in one of the books. I don't remember which one. And according to the UK description of Metal Mario in Mario Kart 8, he's made of steel. So Todd has literally just made himself weaker for 20 seconds, weaker and heavier um, and the, less able the to. Source, the source material of Bram Stoker's book clearly indicates that a blade runs straight through him like a knife through air and does not impact him at all. So I would argue, if nothing less, a wash on those two points, but I like the research that went into it. Thanks. I would also like to again point out that the metal cap lasts 12 or 20 seconds, depending <laughs> on which material you're looking at. 20, so, 20, those eight seconds matter, 20. Yeah, so like, you can have your big backpack, you can have your duffel sack of metal caps, you, you have a finite amount of time that you can be metal until you have to poof off somewhere else. And it's just not, you're not going to win a fight that way. We just got to wait for you to come back and catch you off guard, and then you're dead. It's not, it's not that hard. I'll just wait for his power up to run out, and then I'll stab you in your big sparkly chest. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie, time-controlling mummy, pretty good. But this isn't any mummy. This is Emotep. So the, you best hope I don't have the big, scary Magi medallion anywhere in Neo-Tokyo, because I'd sure hate for that battle to be over before it even began. Well, the rules very clearly state that you only have you and your power-up, so I'm good there. So don't try and gauge <laughs> yeah. that. The rule he does his very structured argument clearly <laughs> state. Kyle, Kyle does not have a crate of dagger of time daggers. So, that is... <laughs> you need some engineers, Kyle. So even if I, I don't have the symbol of the Magi, every time you stop time, Dahaka is coming straight for you, man. I played the game. You fucked, big boy. You've got the yeah. big guardian of the timeline coming to just mess you up every time you Way stop to go time. in the deep lore. Yeah, I played the game. Also, can, Ralph was the I can do more than enough before Dahaka shows up. I'm not too worried about it. Listen. Dahaka. More like Dahaka these nuts. All right, well. <laughs> well, everyone, thanks for tuning <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our podcast. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go go leave, though. This is going to be our last episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so for... No, right, to, and well, I haven't gotten to say my last sentence, and my last sentence is Ralph was the best goddamn character in the original Rampage game. <laughs> Don't you fucking at me. And so I already win. And we've connected the rock now to all three of our arguments. <laughs> the, tr um, the trinity has been completed. The ritual is, the ritual is complete. When, when we first dreamt up this podcast, we definitely calcula calculated in a lot less Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm not going to say no some, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the rock Johnson. But a lot yeah. less. A lot less. <laughs> okay. okay. Got to compose myself. All right. So for everyone's favorite uh, portion of the evening the super secret bonus question probably our very last super secret bonus question now we've we've talked a lot about fighting each other and competing against to see who's the best but i want to just change gears a little bit so we're going to move away from godzilla and move a little more toward voltron so i want to know how all of you will instead of fighting at odds against each other work together to destroy the world as one cohesive unit 
sort of happy-go-friendly oh bullshit is this? I didn't know we did I'm the moderator, bitch. Answer the question or you're out. I thought the show was called Debate This, not I'm sorry, who's making the decision today? So, nope, is it me? Cool. So Go ahead my, and answer the question. So I'm going to say is we gather around my Justice League table, table, which is in my awesome castle. Because, like, my castle is headquarters. Like, that's going to be it. Um, mm. Is it going to be headquarters over my my ancient pyramid though because i think my ancient yeah there's a lot of death inside of pyramids man like there's uh, a well, i mean there's still an equal amount of death in my castle as well but like there's also undead. like yeah there's there's undeath which i don't know how that's different than death in this regard but it's it still is. a sweet castle and you can have your own wing to the castle like that that's fine it's kind of like the avengers tower everyone has their own weird shit um but yeah it's I don't know who can stand in our way. The answer is no one. Um, Like we are going to well, so we are going to take over using the powers of my darkness and my army and Kyle's mind control sand creature demon army. It's, Um, it's, It's a little muddy. Yeah, and and yeah, it's it's his his undead ancient mage, and if we happen to mess something up along the way, Kyle can rewind us at least six seconds to fix that, which is nice. I mean, it's nice that we get a little bit of a mulligan, and I feel like to 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 throw back to a past episode, Matt plays the role of the wild card, <laughs> like just just I when. See. I see, in your scenario, I see Matt more in an espionage role, like that, <laughs> using that heightened stealth to get counterintelligence. Um, well, and, and I imagined it more like this, like, obviously, whatever we attack is going to have a bad time. Like, we're in some major city, and they're like, oh, God, Dracula's here. Oh, and the mummy. Everything's so terrible. Oh, I'm surely can't get any more terrible than this. Oh, God, it's the werewolf. Oh, God, he's everywhere and nowhere. Um, so, yeah, I just, it's, it's going to be a lot of death. And the good news is that in the scenario, you two are also part of my undead army. So um, it's 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 again it's part of that multi level marketing structure I'm where a reverse recruit, funnel system. You yeah, you yeah it's not it's not it's not <laughs> I don't want you to think that it is a pyramid. I know you're familiar with those. That's that's not the word I want. It is a reverse funnel. The energy you put in is funneled upwards as we <laughs> as a business project forwards with profit. Okay. So, so if you can't tell, we've all gotten that pitch from yeah. someone we went to. Oh high my god! And saw that episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Todd takes total dominion over the other two. Interesting take. So, do you guys have any disagreements there? Or? Yeah, I don't. Oh, I'm, I don't know that I agree with the the total dominion. I I will concede that like Todd's place is probably cooler than mine because <laughs> I'm probably just a guy. <laughs> I probably just have an apartment. Um. So yeah, I, I'll I'll hang out at Todd's. That's fine. Um. I, I would agree with the wild card thing too, although I see myself more as the like Hanzo esque DPS kind of guy. <laughs> too Overwatch. Have you been the, playing like, a lot of Overwatch recently? I've been Very watching loud, a lot of yeah. Overwatch, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um no, but a lot of like jump in, jump out, kill a lot, leave. Um I I also because you said Voltrod, I have this great image of all three of us standing on each other's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> like as like I somebody like Metal Dracula on the back on the bottom. 
for sure. Yeah, definitely. So like Metal Dracula and then Emotep and then the werewolf and like we're we're walking down the That's hill as Emotep is like blowing locusts out of his mouth. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that in one movie, the most recent like Dracula movie that was going to be in the monster universe, he makes a big demon with bats. Um like a big demon face using bats. Sure. So now I'm imagining like Matt's running <laughs> It's believable. Matt's running into battle. And on one side, there's a big sand demon face monster. And on the other side, there's a big, like, bat demon face monster. And here comes Matt just running down the center as now Ralph from the Rock movie. And, like, <laughs> like what poor town deserves this, Andrew? Who hurt you? <laughs> Don't spin this around back on me. This all came out of your collective uh, and, mind stream. Andrew's, Andrew's really upset that um, that Gritty has been getting a lot of negative attention <laughs> in the news this past week. Gritty, that, Gritty 2020. That was going to be the other classic movie monster I was going to choose if I didn't choose Dracula. He, he is a nightmare that is unfortunately very, very real. Um, so in my team-up scenario, um, Imhotep is running more kind of support for the other two um because again control of time i can help you guys out a lot um every 20 seconds todd you're gonna need some cover to swap those hats i can freeze time for you no one's gonna touch you while you while you switch those hats out um um matt you're you're gonna be looking even faster with with some speed up effects from the the dagger of time and if you if you go too fast and slip up we can just undo it it's okay um, <laughs> um i'm gonna be adding a lot of cool ambiance to todd's fog and bats with by adding some locusts and frogs to it um we're gonna we're gonna get our chocolate and our peanut butter as far as those <laughs> things go and just afflict everything on everybody at the same time um it's it is a pretty great team up if you guys go with Imhotep in charge because I think that's what the the question Andrew wanted to ask is why why we should be in charge and that's what I'm going with. I didn't that's get that out of the question at all. No, that's what oh, I was going that... for. No, I I went with that. That's why this is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> No, that's no. I, I'm also going to need you on the first day. Um, I'm going to need you to bring a list of 20 friends that also have high career aspirations <laughs> yeah. and their no. phone numbers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, very interesting. Um, all right, well, before we get to the good vibes, I will definitely not pass over a closing statements. So let's get into closing statements. <laughs> Sure. Um, so, so a couple of things. So I am timeless. I am all knowing. And I'm going to leave you with a quote. Dig through the ditches and burn through the witches. Fuck you, man. I slam in the back of my <laughs> Not Dragula. Like this. Not like this. And I, <laughs> so, you know, Dragula okay. is different than Dracula. Dracula no, is the car ooh. from the monsters, right? Yeah, that's. Okay, that's so, what that song's about. So I also have that. I bought that off of eBay. <laughs> it's mine now too. And so and I have superhuman in the back of it. Yeah, I'm slamming <laughs> in the back of the Dracula. Um, so I have superhuman strength. I'm immune to most weapons. I'm vulnerable only in the daylight has been the reoccurring theme, the biggest one. Superhuman agility can climb walls, can teleport teleport to unhallowed ground can make an army of vampires with me. And all of this is before I add in the fact that when the things get the worst and I need that panic button, I can become covered in 
metal for an uncertain amount of time, somewhere between 12 20, to 20 seconds. So Not 12 to 20 seconds well to forever. It's seconds. there is a lot of source. A lot of people are saying otherwise. There's a lot of source material <laughs> out there. Really? I'm Who's here, saying otherwise? I'm, I'm curious. You know, people. It's you know, there's. So I can do stuff, and so I think it's important <laughs> to know that even in the absolute, if as long as I have one fraction of a second to get my shit together because dracula is near invincible i can activate that metal cap i will mind control you and then it's game over dracula is one of the most feared monsters in existence period and then you give him something else that covers one of his maybe only weaknesses for 12 to 20 seconds for 12 that's all i need that's all i need that's it because even in the source material it's still unclear how and if Dracula dies because he doesn't permanently die. He'll like he turns into dirt. Yeah, and then yeah, he'll, he'll reincarnate later. So I mean, if we go by D and D lore, you like disappear into dust and teleport back to your your coffin. So the point is, he's one of the most fearsome monsters of all time of any story with some of the deepest lore, and he becomes OP when you add in an unlimited supply of metal cap boxes that are being made by his engineers and scientists that i have also <laughs> canonized into my story it's, it's thank monty you Moles. thank you monty mole it's it's a good system i just want to i've all through this i've envisioned like dracula's original like undead army integrating <laughs> with his new monty mole koopa army and like it's, it makes it some weird lunch tables. get along they're what? just like check out the new guy like <laughs> like they don't get each other and it is it is exactly how we ended up with dry bones. Touche. I got to give yeah. you that one. That's All pretty right. good. Sure. Um, so my closing statements. Um, Imhotep was a already a pretty accomplished dark mage high priest uh, before he became an undead abomination. Um, giving him control of time is just icing on the cake of an already powerful um, entity. Um, he was only defeated through the sheer luck and charm of Brennan Fraser. So if we take Brennan Fraser out of the equation, he's Which pretty I do a lot. He's pretty unstoppable. <laughs> I think, ooh, I think he has. And and we add a, a mastery of time to that. I think he can take on a guy who's weak to garlic bread and a furry who can run around fast. All right, well, on that note, I would like to point out that y'all give me a whole bunch of shit for min-maxing a werewolf. And I... I'm confused because I thought that was the best answer to this question. And the, the question at hand here is what is the best pairing of a classic movie monster and a video game power up? And I took the werewolf and made all of the things that already kick ass about it, like at least 68% better. <laughs> and you guys basically nerfed your own characters because we have Todd 12 and or 20 second Todd who arguably in some lore has a character who is weak to metal and is now covered in metal and can no longer fly if he turns into a bat and just kind of flops around like a Magikarp or is, you know, confined to some sweatshop in his castle that he has to poof back to every 19 seconds to grab a new hat, put that hat on, re-enter battle, and try and reestablish the charisma that he already built up over the last 18 seconds. And that's lame, man. That's a, you. Why'd you pick a power up that you can only use for 20 seconds? It's a weird decision. 
I'm not here to judge you on it. I'm I'm here to let Andrew judge you on it. I just wanted to make sure that point was clear. And like again, Emotep is cool and all, but you picked a power up that has a gigantic fucking timeline guardian chasing it through eternity at all times forever. So every time you use it, it's just another ping on the radar for Dahaka to come and make sure you're not fucking with the timeline too bad. And everything you suggested today fucks with the timeline kind of a lot. Again, you don't also, know that. You don't know where the timeline's going. <laughs> you don't, don't pretend like <laughs> you I, I came back after 3,000 3, years of death. That's pretty, that's pretty against the timeline already. I don't think I'm too worried about it. Yeah, you know, I, I think that you should be, and I think that I, in my werewolfings, can probably hunt down a Magi medallion somewhere and throw it around my werewolf neck, and now you just can't even do anything about it because I've got the, the protection of the Magi. So I've... You have capitalized on your own weaknesses. I have. If you're gonna no, you're gonna you're gonna pull other additional things in. <laughs> so I, I had bookmarked earlier the list of Dracula's superpowers that I had found amassed from his entire source, and I couldn't find the link, and I just found it. He has superhuman speed, which quote he can exceed the sound barrier when, when running at full speed. I've got nothing left to say. Yeah, until I, you put on a metal cap and you're slow as shit. Slightly <laughs> slower. He has the power of 10 to 100 strong men in this no, one. What? I don't know how long it's been since you've played Super Mario 64, but that metal cap is not slightly slower. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> okay. There's nothing you are slightly about it. Okay, you put on that so hat. traveling tra can break the sound barrier every 20 seconds. I'll do a wind sprint, a shuttle run back to my castle or outside of the town to the dry bones. He's like, here you go, boss. And then that's how dry bones talk. And then I run back into battle, and you're sad for another 19 and a half seconds. Also, you know, the most useful thing about the metal cap was that you could walk underwater, and it's, like, deep canon lore, I think, oh, maybe yeah. even in oh, Rob Strucker, yeah. that uh, vampires can't cross running water. It's yeah, they, they definitely can't be, they're not supposed to be submerged in it. I also have telepathy. Shit, I should have found this link earlier. I have telepathy. <laughs> I'll just be like, me, 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 bring yeah. in Man, the next it's one. It's so great well, you it's... found your... your... You know what? Five minutes of the argument. I'm pretty sure I'm, this evidence is inadmissible anyway. <laughs> I'm done it. with this argument. The last <laughs> thing I want to say is that the number one factor of vampires that is in every vampire protection book ever written from the 16th century onward is that vampires can't enter anywhere unless they're invited in. Th that is not <laughs> aided true. in any way by the metal camp. Now you are, you are instead of a, a <laughs> if vampire only knocking on my door. If had been a permission slip, <laughs> <laughs> then I'd get you. Now you're just a metal guy at my doorway, and I'm going to shut it in your face because <laughs> I don't deal with your pyramid schemey bullshit. Ed. All right. That, we're going to close the book on this one. So I have to make some decisions. I'm going to take your arguments. And, ready for this, Todd? I'm going to take your arguments and put them in the debate this Pee Wee Herman breakfast machine and see what kind of delicious toast pops up. We might be is reaching it, the point where our it, deep cut references are more a hindrance than if a it's Pee -wee Herman's, If it's Pee Wee Herman's toast machine, it's the kind of pervy toast that makes you leave society's eye for two decades until you come back and host SNL or something. All right, well, with that, um, why don't you guys say some good things about each other? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. So, um, starting, with, starting with Kyle, man, that was, 
That was really, really good. Um, did not see the mummy being a choice. Definitely did not call the sand dagger. Um, really, really good. I was going to bring in some more, um, some more song quotes, but I figured I've beaten that dead horse a lot. Um, but just pretend I was going to quote Cindy Lauper's time after time to you just now. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I thought that was really, really clever. The time dagger was certainly not something that I thought about. I did play Prince of Persia. So I remember not clearing a pit about half a dozen times and being like, Whoop, I'm just going to time dagger back. Whoop, I'm just going to time dagger back. I guess I'm going to reload and try again. Um, so yeah, I thought that was, that was really, really clever. Um, also lots of references to Brendan Fraser, which I appreciate hate. And so, <laughs> um, and Matt, man, the, the min maxing of the werewolf with the bunny hood couldn't have seen that coming, but it was awesome. Um, and again, this entire time, ever since Andrew said it, I'm just imagining it making the jumping noise every time you do something, um, which which just like makes it that much more horrifying as you're like snatching up villagers and they're like, oh, we know what's happening, but we just can't fathom it. We're powerless uh, to stop it. <laughs> why is this still happening? Um, so, yeah, I really I really enjoyed that. Um, also, I I'm trying to think what werewolf I'm thinking of, but for some reason my mental image of the werewolf the whole time has been a very incredible Hulk werewolf where you've got tattered jorts as a werewolf. Um, like, like you your guy was like the one in like Harry Potter, the Harry Potter movie, maybe. Yeah. Like you were just some dude wearing denim and then you wolfed out and you're like, I guess I wear jorts forever now. <laughs> um, so that's been my mental image. Um, but yeah, no, both, both really good choices with like really cool power ups that I would not have guessed. I gotta say, I'm now excited to hear all the all the better werewolf examples the internet is gonna give me than the one from Harry Potter. But um, <laughs> um, Todd, I mean, yeah, Metal Dracula is like is is like a five year old like playing with his toys fantasy, and, and it's it's a great answer because of that. Like that's what that's what we're doing here. It's like no, I because I have a, you can't you can't stab me with a stake because I'm metal now. And like, <laughs> and that's such like such a, a good, like fun, crazy answer. And that's a, that is a great picture of a werewolf in jorts. Whoever put that in the document. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and Matt, the, I think the, the min maxing, the, the werewolf, the giving your already heightened, heightened abilities, uh, monster, even more heightened abilities, is a very good an answer. Um, you just had the misfortune of coming up with it first, so Todd and I knew we had to do better than that. Um, I don't want to assume that. I don't want to assume that we did, but that's what like you set the bar we were reaching for, and you set a high bar. So good job. True story. I was like, I was like, nah, I'll think of something good, and then I saw that. And I'm like, oh, Matt's coming to play. <laughs> <laughs> like this is there's no phone in this week. Got to really got to really go after it. Yeah, I definitely I, I don't think I've ever been the first person to put something in the dock. Uh, and I definitely now see the disadvantage to being the first person <laughs> to load your answers into the dock. But um, I, all the same things that have already been said, like Todd, a metal Dracula is just uh, it's the that it's it's my house and it's my rules and we play my games <laughs> and i'm, I'm gonna, now <laughs> i'm gonna take this already invincible thing and i'm gonna make it harder it's just great i really like that one a lot um that was really good and yeah kyle i i did not see 
Prince of Persian time dagger coming at all, Mm-mm. nor did I see the mummy coming at all. Um, and I, I got to give you credit because in, in all things, there's not really anything that scares me more than mummies. Like I can, I can barely make it the whole way through the 1999 classic Brendan Fraser film. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just really good answers to a really good question for sure. I was happy all around. Um, all right, well, I'm back. I've got some very delicious toast, so let's get into it. Is it that? Um, <laughs> look, guys, we've, we here at Debate This have always been about the spirit of the law, but not, and not the letter of the law. But I think today is going to look a little bit different. Um, Todd. Dracula. Count Dracula. Did a really very good job. Good. End of story. No, 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 no. Yeah. He did um, his best. Todd, I love Dracula. I love Castlevania. I love everything about that lore. Dracula, Metal Dracula, Metal Terminator Dracula is, is so very good. But you're like Cartman's character in that anime episode. You, you can't have all the powers. You can't do it. You got you to gotta truncate it down, my dude. Um, Kyle, Dagger of Time, excellent pick. I saw that and I was like, oh, fuck. Um, but I, I'm, I'm a little afraid for your, for your safety. Um, you, you done fucked with the time stream, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you, you changed the date on the GameCube and Mr. Rossetti's coming for you. I've, I've watched enough episodes of The Flash to know all the dangers of messing with the timeline and, <laughs> and all the ways to fix it. I'm not too so, worried. So that can only mean Matt. Yes! Wrong. Is oh, today's winner. Wrong. Wrong. Hell only, yeah! The one who stuck to the true core premise of today's argument. What would happen if my monster had one of the power-ups that do what it, what it intends to do? And that is why Matt won today's argument. Hey, Kyle, Kyle, do you want to sell Advocare for me? We got we got alternate things that we can do since Matt wants to win and do his own thing. I I can't do that because of another thing, but I will go and start our own podcast with you, <laughs> with Blackjack and Hookers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. We had a blast doing this. Um, our Spooktacular Express continues next week. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the internet's best video game creepypastas. I am very excited for this one. Um, if you don't know what that is, they're like made-up campfire ghost stories. Um, then the week after that, we're going to be taking, uh, trying our hand at streaming. Um, I'm going to be playing Until Dawn. And I think we mentioned before, we thought it was going to be Saturday. It's actually going to be Sunday, October 28th. Uh, we're thinking around 5 p.m. We'll also upload uh, a video around the time that we would upload a normal um, episode on the on the feed. But until next week, I'm Andrew Henderson. I'm Todd Count Chocula Thomas. I'm Kyle Yummy Mummy Harper. And I'm Matt Brute Brute Cole. We're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us by the swing sets, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>